Warning. This podcast may contain spoilers for whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to viewers and others. Yo, what's going on? I am Scoots Bronson, and I believe that Esdai Foster is under some technical difficulties right now, so I'm going to hold it down until he gets back. Um, but he is here, ladies and gentlemen. He is here. Um, welcome to Viewers Anonymous, where we give you our very own reviews and takes of movies and TV straight out of Hollywood. Usually, I would say what's going on, my guy, but until he gets back, yo, let me tell you about me, man. Um, so today, right? Very interesting day. Um, it's been raining for three days straight in Dayton, Ohio. Okay, three days straight, ladies and gentlemen. I'm talking about nonstop. The sun just came out today, and it was late at that. Okay, if if the if you worked with the sun today, the sun was gonna get it right up because the sun didn't come out until about one o'clock. Um. And it's been raining nonstop. I'm talking about nonstop, gloomy weather. Uh, skies is cloudy, overcast, everything, man. Just rainfall nonstop. Last night, I was watching TV, and uh, it, it got horrible. It got real bad. The rain was heavy. You could hear it hitting on anything, you know what I'm saying, with a hard surface. You could hear it inside your house. That's how bad it was. But um, I, I made it through. You know what I'm saying? I cannot complain. I made it through. And um, S.Dot Foster is back, ladies and gentlemen. So, S.Dot, what's going on with you, bro? Man, I can't call it, man. What's good with you? Nothing much, man. Uh, Like I was telling them, just getting over this rain, man. You know what I'm saying? It was, it's was it been raining for three days straight. I've been, <laughs> I've been, you know what I'm saying, swinging in the air like Cuba Gun Jr., um, trying to get rid of this weather. Uh. And outside of that, you know, just been holding it down. I really can't complain. But um, listen, we got a great episode for you guys today. You know what I'm saying? Um, we got an amazing episode for you guys today. This one is um, uh, like we explained in the coming soon. This one is a fan pick. This was uh something that somebody had sent us and told us, hey, you guys should cover this episode. I'm glad they did. <laughs> Oh, I'm glad they did. Man, this was um amazing. Shout out to the person who picked this. Um this was a phenomenal film from start to bottom. Um I'm sorry, from start to finish. I meant to say from top to bottom, but from start to finish, phenomenal film, no complaints. Um and we are going to get into it, but you already know that we got to first and foremost, we got to figure out what's going on with SDI. But once he gets back in here, we got to figure out how his uh, how his time has been. And then once we do that, you already know we got to get into the what we're watching because it's the second episode of the week. And that's what we do. We give you nice little tidbits um, outside of the episodes that we're, you know, what I'm saying reviewing and covering throughout the weeks. Uh, we want to give you guys something extra to watch, something extra to check out just in case. Um, but I will say this, ladies and gentlemen, um, I had an issue with the um, with the watch party. I did not know that there were certain things going on with the watch party. So instead, I know I was supposed to do it last weekend. Um, this time, what I'll do instead is on Monday night at seven o'clock. What I'll do is I'm going to do a watch party 
Um, hopefully, Sdot could join me. Uh, if he can't, that's okay too. But if if it's possible, Sdot will join me. We'll host a watch party. We're going to do uh, Jack Richard season two, like I was supposed to do this past weekend. But instead, we're going to do it together. Um, and then we'll host it on Twitch. You have to make sure, first and foremost, that you have a Amazon Prime account or a Prime Video account. If you do have that, you can um, you can connect it to your Twitch. Excuse me. You can connect it to your Twitch. Um, and then that way you'll be able to join the watch party. You'll be able to see us. We'll do a live episode while the show is playing. And you'll be able to, you know what I'm saying, interact with us and so on and so forth. Uh, throughout the show, your uh, comments will be shown on the screen as we're uh, doing the show. So, like I said, Monday, seven o'clock as that hopefully you'll be able to make it. Um, if not, that's cool, too. But um, before we get to that, how you holding up, my guy? I'm holding up pretty good, man. Um, can't really complain today. Had a day off today, so I was able to uh, oh, nice. try to try to recuperate the body. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, last year, you know how it went, man. I ain't, I ain't really take no days off last year, so I took a day off the day, chill, rested the body, and everything. Mm-hmm. And um, I had to take, <laughs> I had to take my oldest son to go get an ID today. Um, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, man. So he needs it for um, his work program at school. Okay. And so you know, I mean, I've talked about this before. My oldest boy is autistic and. He's not, uh, yeah, he ain't ready to drive yet. So I just had to take him to get an identification card. Yeah. And I mean, he somebody, job, yeah, yeah, that's why he needed it. He needed yeah, for that. That's what's up. Yeah, he get a job. Yeah, he needed it because uh, I got some papers I got to fill out for him to go to, uh, uh, oh, what that school called? Vocational school. Okay. And so he needed an ID, so I took him to go get okay. it today. And for some odd reason, he thought that he was going to a new school, which was... I don't know where that came from, but he know his he get his picture taken. He's like, what? (laughs) He's like, what's going on here, man? (laughs) So, uh, (laughs) so I took him to go do that today, man. So, uh, but once he he was irritated, but once he got it, he was happy. That's what's up, man. Real quick, that's dope as hell, man. Let me tell you something. I don't care if he can't get a if he can't drive right now, but the fact that he'll be able to make his own money. And be able to, you know what I'm saying, understand what it's like to be a young man out here in society early on. That's dope, bro. That's that's a that's a lesson that he's gonna get early on that's gonna help him out in the long run for sure. I didn't get my first job till I was 19. Oh god. Yeah. Well, my first legit job, let me say that. I was getting money way before then, but my first legit job was at 19. My first official job, my uncle told me get in the truck, and I got in the truck, and then next thing you know, I was cutting grass. So, <laughs> that was my first <laughs> And I was making $100 a day, which I'm not mad at. Can't be mad at that. When you in high school, $100 a day is a lot, especially back then. But my first official job, yeah, 19 years old, man. Man. Yeah, I was, I was 15, man. That's what's 15. up. Minimum wage, five fifteen an hour. Hey, it was worth it though. <laughs> yes, sir. Had to be worth it, man. You could buy, you could buy shit. You know what I'm saying? Can't nobody get mad at you. You was paying bills and shit. Ain't nobody who was mad at that. 
I mean, I know you was. I'm saying outside of that. Hell yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Like, How are you? <laughs> you paying bills? Yeah, I'll be mad with you. Well, I mean, I didn't work there long. Like, my first job was Win Dixie, and I was only there. I was bagging groceries for like two or three weeks. And my sister had got me a job where she worked at. And then I started making like six twenty-five. Oh, and nice. So, yeah, so then I was bringing home. But see, you know, I you know how I was. I told you, man, mm-hmm. I played football, basketball, track. So I only worked on the weekend. So I was only bringing home sixty dollars a week. Yeah, you wouldn't get no so, money. No, I wouldn't get no money. <laughs> I wouldn't get no money. So once I, so it was like, dude, I only had two paychecks because my yeah. mom made me pay my cell phone bill and she mm-hmm. made me pay my car insurance. So I really only got two checks a month. You, let me tell you something. When you get to that point in life, though, right? If you paying your own cell phone bill and you paying your car note, I don't care what nobody tell you. You feel like the man. <laughs> you feel nah, like low key broke. No, oh, yeah, absolutely. But being broke in high school and being broke as <laughs> is two totally different things, right? <laughs> like being broke in high school, your phone still work and you got car insurance. You know what I'm saying? Being broke in real life, you ain't got no cell phone, you ain't got no car. <laughs> so that's totally different. So I respect it, man. You know what I'm saying? I definitely respect it. Ain't nothing wrong with that, man. At 19, I was um I was a freshman in community college and I was working at the shoe store. So yeah, I was walking through community college, not going to class. The freshest man in community college, just not going to class. You know what I'm saying? Loving life. All the girls was yes, calling my name. It was it was beautiful, man. It was beautiful. And then I cut my hair off, and <laughs> the relationship, and eventually got married. And everything went downhill from there. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. Before that, shit was nice. You know what I'm saying. Shit was real nice. I had all the new shoes. Um, I don't know. I think I told this story before. When the, remember when the Space Jam Elevens came out? Yep. Had them instantly, you know what I'm saying? The day of release, we was in the store. Everybody in the store had them on, walking around with them, you know what I'm saying? Making sure we sold them joints. It was a beautiful time, man, beautiful time. Um, But uh, like I was telling everybody, man, um, hopefully, if you're able to make it, Monday, 7 o'clock, you know what I'm saying? Or maybe we could push it back to, you know, or push it forward or around that time. Um, Somewhere around 7, maybe 7.30, we can start doing a um, live stream of Reacher season two. You know what I'm saying? Um, I was supposed to do it last weekend, but we talked offline and I told you that I didn't know that people had to have an Amazon Prime account and a Twitch account. So if you're hearing this now, if you have an Amazon Prime account, you know what I'm saying? Go ahead and get you a Twitch account, connect them. If you don't have either one, get both of them, connect them. That way, Monday, around 7, 7.30, you'll be ready. You can jump on. You can see us do a live show. Like I said, comments will be shown on screen. Um, you'll be able to watch it with us. Uh, it's going to be fun, man. Interactive podcast. You know what I'm saying? Not a lot of people out there doing that, so we're trying to pave the way. Um, but let's go ahead and get into our favorite segment. One of the segments, like I said earlier, that, you know what I'm saying, we give people little tidbits here and there to, um, you know what I'm saying, figure out what to watch in between episodes. We call it what we watching. You ready, bro? Yes, sir. Let's do it. What we watching. 
All right, man. What you got this week? All right, man. I got a, I got two this week. Um, I got a TV show and I got a movie. So uh, the TV show that I started, um, it's not what I expected, but um, I like the lead actress in this, so I'm gonna keep it going. Um, it's gonna be, <laughs> it's gonna be funny to see your reaction because somebody was killing it on this one podcast that we both listened to. And it's it's on Showtime, and it's called Woman in the Wall. So uh, Joe killed it on his podcast. <laughs> this whole Wednesday, he said he cut it out. Joe killed everything, bro. You so, uh, something end up being good. So uh, it got Ruth Wilson in it. Uh, she was in Luther. So, um, so it it's only one episode out. Um, so I've only watched the first episode. It is a BBC show as well. So it he he was like it's somewhere over there. He didn't know where it was. It's in Ireland. Oh, I may have to watch it now. So he was uh so at <laughs> <had> British. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, so it. I mean, it was cool. It's but you know, it's 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 giving you the story. Like you still don't really kind of know what the hell is going on because the show started. This woman just landing in the road. These cows all around her. And then you find out later that she sleepwalks. And then um, then there's this facility who brought in all of these women and took their babies. And so she got this letter. Uh, somebody dropped off at her job and it says something like, I know where your baby is. And so then there's other little stuff that's kind of going on, too. Like with her sleepwalking, she finds this dead woman in her house. She don't know how the woman got there. And she put the woman in a wall. Like it's just it's 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 a lot of little stuff that's going around. But like there's these women who have like this uh this, this talk group, and it's all of the women who had their baby taken away from them in this facility place that they was in. This sounds like um the one show on Hulu. With the white lady. I mean, it's a lot of white ladies. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh my god, what is that show? It's the it's the main show on Hulu. Um, Handmaid's Tales. Or oh, Hand oh, nah, yeah, I, yeah, I was gonna say that. No, it's it's not like that. It's not like okay. that. Um, but I mean, it's 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 a mystery around it. Like, I'm I'm gonna keep it going to see where it goes because it's only one episode in. And, like, I think Joe got. 15 minutes in and he was like, fuck this shit. Yeah, that's what but, he um, said. He got all the way, well, halfway in and was like, nah. Yeah, because there's some there's some some shit that you know say need to be sorted out. Absolutely. So this other movie that I watched is uh it's out on Hulu and it's a Hillary Swain movie, and it's called A Good Mother. And <laughs> so I think I heard this before, but go ahead. Yeah, so she got two sons, and mm -hmm. one of them ended up uh, getting murdered. And come to find out, he was a drug addict, but also like a drug dealer too. And he got this one girl pregnant, and she got another son that's actually a cop. And so, like the the pregnant girl starts living with, you know, what I'm saying her. Was well, will be her 
child's grandmother or whatever. So li living with Hillary Swank, but they also trying to figure out what happened to her son and her boyfriend or whatever. So then you kind of find out there's like this whole underground drug dealing thing that's going on. And like, so they're trying to, you know, cause like some people end up going, the reason the girl started staying with Hillary Swain was because some men broke into her house and they were looking for something. And what it was, they was looking for the, the missing package that the boyfriend took. So they're trying to get that because that brick got so much money, but also you got fentanyl in it. So it's a whole little thing where, you know, people are dying from fentanyl. Bricks, man. Yeah, so it's it's a yeah, it's it's a lot going on. I don't want to give it away, but like I said, it, it, it just dropped on Hulu, I think like a week ago. So uh, so I got Woman in the Wall, which is a showtime show, and I got The Good Mother, which is a movie that you can find on Hulu. I'm gonna have to check that Hulu joint out. Um okay, so I I have two as well. However, um it's really one, but it's technically two. So okay. um, the first one I have is on Netflix. Um, if you are a video game head like me, you will recognize this name from anywhere. If not, um, you need to go on Netflix and check this out because regardless if you like video games or not, the story alone is worth it. Uh, Castlevania is the show on Netflix. It's based off of the video game that's been out since... I don't know since Super Nintendo been out, um, and it follows the lore of Dracula and uh, the um, the main character or the protagonist of this show is uh, Belmont. Um, dang, what is his first? Oh, Trevor Belmont is his is his name, Trevor Belmont, and he meets with. Saifa Belnades or Belnades or something like that. Um, she is what they call a speaker or a witch. And basically, in the story, um, Dracula meets this lady. He falls in love with this lady, and they create this happy life or whatever. And she's basically trying to get him to be more humane, right? Like more human. And you know what I'm saying? Trying to teach him the ways of humanity, such as so on and so forth so she tells him to go on a um to go on a travel and he travels the world to learn humans and learn about the good in them so on and so forth well this is i believe it was 1470 something and around this time you know it's the spanish inquisition it's the fucking knights templar and all these weirdos and everything claiming everything in the name of God. So anyway, she is a practicing alchemist and the priest of the town decides to knock on her door and ask her what she's doing and why she's practicing alchemy and something about science and all this other stuff. And he calls her a witch. We all know where that leads. They burn her at the stake. Dracula returns home to see his castle and his house burnt down. And his wife is gone. Well, when his wife is gone, you know what I'm saying? He uses Dracula powers to go to the church. And he tells them, you killed my wife. Why did you kill my wife? And then, you know what I'm saying? The priest is like, you know, God told us that no witchcraft and no blah, 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 and all the other shit. He says, you have a year 
from now to pack everything you have and leave. If you don't, I will rain hell upon all of Wakalia. And that's what the Wallachia, that's what the country is called, where they at. So what do you think the priest did? What? <laughs> Motherfucker didn't listen. A year from now, <laughs> or from that day, these motherfuckers are celebrating the fact that they killed her. They celebrate. This nigga Dracula sees this shit, goes berserk. This nigga brings all the demons from hell to Wallachia to, to infest everything about it. You know what I'm saying? Fucked up the priest, killed the priest. Everybody, they can't do shit. Trevor Belmont finds out, you know what I'm saying? And he's the last of the Belmont clan because it's like all the, the high houses of Wallachia or whatever. Uh, he's the last one of, of, of House Belmont. And his family just so happens to be vampire hunters. So, you know what I'm saying? My nigga go out and he do what he do. You know what I'm saying? He tearing up all the monsters. He saves uh, Saifa Belnades from um, an ogre who just so happens to shoot, you know what I'm saying, this beam out of his eyes that turns shit into metal and stone. He saves her by killing the ogre. And you know what I'm saying? She rightfully in debt to him. And basically, they go on the spree of just fucking all the night creatures up. Because that's what the demons is called, night creatures. So they fuck all the night creatures up. They end up teaming up with Dracula's son, who he had with the lady. Um, and instead of calling himself by his name, he calls himself Dracula backwards, which is Alucard. And, you know what I'm saying, they kill Dracula. And once they kill Dracula, uh, you know what I'm saying... Uh, it's a team of vampires out there in the in the streets who says we have to bring Dracula back, and they basically spend the rest of the last two seasons uh, fighting off all these vampires who happen to bring Dracula back. They do bring him back, however, it ain't what he think. So um, that's the first one. It's Castlevania. It's on Netflix. Um, four seasons. It's about twenty two, twenty five minutes an episode. But it's worth, I mean, I was glued. You know what I'm saying? It's in the anime style animation. Um, but like I, I played maybe one Castlevania game for and I didn't even finish it. But I definitely want to go back and finish Castlevania now. But just just off the lore of the TV show, just going back and seeing how well it meshes with the video game. And then Castlevania has a spin-off called Castlevania Nocturne, which is um set 300 years after the original events the original events of the first uh show excuse me and it follows richter belmont who is a descendant of trevor and cypher and they meet up with a girl named annette who is um an escapee from the same domingue uh colonies or what most people would call hispaniola at that time which is now dominican republic and haiti and she is also, you know what I'm saying, a witch. And you know what I'm saying? They do their thing. They kill everybody. But the big thing is, is that the vampire that they fight in this time is coming from the Egyptian goddess Sekhmet, who is supposedly, uh, in mythology, the first vampire. So it is very, very interesting. Um, not only is it interesting, you know what I'm saying? It has a lot to do with history. You already know that had me hooked. Once they start talking about Egyptian mythology, I was already in there. But then they start bringing in the colonies from the Caribbean. I was super in there. So um, check those out. 
Uh, both of them are Castlevania. Um, the first one is just regular Castlevania. The second one is Castlevania Nocturne. Um, both on Netflix. Check them out. Second season, I believe, for Castlevania Nocturne is coming in February, if I believe. Um, get on that ASAP. Do not miss out. I'm telling you, if you if you ain't never watched anime, this is a great one to start with. Um, or if you just don't like animation in general, this is a great one to start with. Story is good. Uh, characters are amazing. Can't miss out. So that's what I got. Um, moving on, man, to the to the premiere, or not the premiere. You know what I'm saying? The the feature presentation. I'm sorry. This was like I told everybody earlier. This was a fan pick. Um, and <laughs> we talked a little bit offline about this joint and I loved it off rip. You know what I'm saying? I figured out what it was about. Um, first and foremost, I already kind of knew what it was about. Cause you know what I'm saying? You told me in the coming soon, but yo, let me tell you something. I did not expect this. First and foremost, shout out to Taiki Waititi. Um, he is a producer slash executive producer on a lot of projects. Um, if you don't know, he was on Thor Love and Thunder, uh, what we do in the shadows on FX. Also the original film that kind of inspired that show. Um, and he also did, um, the in-betweeners and he did, um, what was the other one? Oh man. What was the other one? Hold on. I'm sorry. Y'all. Um, uh, reservation dogs on FX. So those are two of the, you know what I'm saying? Or, or those are some of the big projects that he's worked on. But when I tell you that whoever put this out here in the earth knew that I was going to find this somehow, some way and, and enjoy this, they knew, right. You know what I'm saying? It just so happened to be somebody who, you know what I'm saying? Listens to, um, the viewers anonymous pie and was like, Hey, this is for scoots. And this is exactly <laughs> what it was, man. I I loved it. I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I I loved it from 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 start to finish. I loved it, man. What did you think about it? Well, I mean, watching it, it wasn't exactly what I thought it was gonna be. Um, I thought, well, I guess the the comedic brain that you have is a little differently than mine. Like, but I saw not that this movie did not have funny moments in it. It had a lot of funny moments in it. But like it really turned out to be a little bit more serious than I expected. Okay. And there was some um there was some things that you know made a full circle in the film that I had tend to notice, you know, by watching this. But um my initial reaction was, you know, watching it for the first time, I I did not know that Hitler was gonna be basically, you know, um JoJo in JoJo's imagination. Yeah. Um, I thought that this was going to be more like, well, obviously we we don't know because you know, I mean, the people that was that close to him probably didn't tell any stories about him like that. But um, but like, yeah, like I I just did not know like really what to expect because from the previews you don't know that he's in his imagination, right? So that was one thing where I was like, okay, so let me let me get my brain ready for it to know that you know he only is gonna pop up in JoJo's imagination. But like any film that's really like around this time, other than Inglorious Bastards, like 
they it's not really kind of being funny or you know what I'm saying? Like it's always usually more historical stuff that's more serious and stuff like that. And like with this one, to me it was a mixture of both. Where they gave us, you know, historical stuff, but they gave it to you in a comedic but also a drama type of way of like this part of we like we can't sugarcoat this, like we can't make certain parts of this movie funny. But the one thing that really stood out to me was uh what's his name? Roman Griffin Davis, the boy that played JoJo. Mm-hmm. That dude murdered this film. To be that young and to be the lead, like he 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 did his job in this movie. Mm-hmm. And it's always a risk, in my opinion, to take someone that young and and make them the center part of the movie when there's people like Scarlett Johansson, when there's people like uh, Sam Rockwell, you know, Rebel Wilson, when she was on, you know I'm saying, on her rise, you know, to, to center this around this child, like, yo, that was, that was crazy. So my biggest take from this was it wasn't what I expected, but I could not help but to notice how good this kid was absolutely like he was really really good absolutely and i was really surprised i never really i haven't seen him in anything else but well that we know of but i mean yeah i mean he is young i mean um i mean look i i never seen silent night um but that's really all he's been in so he hasn't really been in um you know a lot of stuff so that's true, but which is surprising unless it's just it was unless it's one of those situations where his parents like, all right, you know, you need to go to school, you need to be a yeah. kid, or you like know, it could be one something like that. Yeah, yeah, it it could be some things like that, but that was my initial take from it was it was it was comedic, but it had serious moments, but at the same time, I was really blown away of how great this kid was. Like his comedic timing was good. The yeah. one thing that stood out to yeah. me was when he was sitting at the table with his mom, mm-hmm. and after after he blew himself up, and like she said something about, I think she was trying to say something to him about going outside or something. And he was like, he's like, he was like, mom. He said, I look like I got a goddamn map on my face, mom, hey. a lady or something like that. Yo, like a grown ass man, bro. Yo, that shit was hilarious. Yeah. So I thought that was funny, and then how Scarlett Johansson stepped away and then went to a a, a, a fireplace and rubbed some ash on her face, and now she's mm-hmm. a dad all of a sudden. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, okay, this is weird. This that was that was actually uh, you say it's weird. Come on, man. Okay, okay. So yeah, we definitely on different. We definitely <laughs> defense on this movie. So um, first and foremost. You the last person you named was who? What Sam Rockwell? No, after that, Rebel Rebel Wilson. All right, can we move on? All right, can we please move on? Hey man, listen. I okay, everybody knows that watches this show 
that I am a comedy fiend. I love comedy. That's that's my go-to. That's what I do. That I nothing else in this world brings me more joy than comedy movies, stand up, so on and so forth. Anything comedy, I'm with it. Rebel Wilson. I don't know who gave her the go to be funny. I don't know who said she was funny. I don't know uh, uh, what they seen that she was funny in, but everything that she's been in, horrible, horror. She's 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 brought it down. Yeah, that movie when she was uh, when she was in a coma and then wanted to go back to high school and be a cheerleader. I was like, who approved this, bro? When she was in Bridesmaids as the as the uh, the fucking the, the weird roommate, roommate? brother, yeah. Ugh. she's not funny. Nothing about her is funny. Okay, I know funny British people. She's not one of them. But I can guarantee you that she's not one of them. Nothing about her is funny. If she was American, we'd have been we'd have been got her the fuck up out of here. But no, she's not funny, bro. Um, Sam Rockwell, Scarlett Johansson. Um, I don't. Matter of fact, let me double check because I don't know if they got awards for this or if they were nominated, but they should have been. Um, shout out to Tiki Waititi because he actually won an Oscar for Best Adapted Screenplay. They were nominated for Best Motion Picture of the Year 2019, which they should have been. Um, Best Performance by Actress in the Supporting Role, Scarlett Johansson. Greatly, greatly, greatly. Um, that she's supposed to. Uh, Best Achievement in Costume Design, absolutely. Um, Production design, absolutely. Uh, film editing, absolutely. So they were nominated for six, and they won one. Um, all deserving, all deserving. I wouldn't even have been mad if Scarlett Johansson would have got the best supporting role in this film because she did a phenomenal job. First and foremost, um, for her to have as limited time screen as she uh. Yeah, as limited screen time, I'm sorry, uh, as she had in this movie. And for her to be as effective as she was on screen, phenomenal. Um, She did the same thing with the Avengers that she did here. Uh, She did a a great, great job. Um, Once again, like you said, uh, what is his name? What is his name? What is his name? Um... Uh, Roman Griffin Davis. Wow. That's all I can say. Wow. Hands down. I mean, from 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 start to finish. Going to be able to, to transition from being comedic to being serious. You know what I'm saying? And then back to being comedic is a hard thing. Thomas and McKenzie. Great job. Um, Takiti Watiti as Adolf Hitler. First and foremost, that is a hard role to play mm-hmm. to start off with. It's even harder to make it comedic. And for him to be the comedy in this movie is hands down amazing. He made Adolf Hitler a laughing stock. And I appreciated him for doing that because for the most part, whenever we get a movie, like you said earlier, for whenever we get a movie about something like World War II, especially dealing with the Nazis and, and Jewish people, right? 
it's usually something serious. So for him to be able to take Adolf Hitler and make it a funny thing was hilarious, right? He made Hitler look like a, a in the words of Joe Budden, a doof. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that because that's what he was. He was a fucking doof. Um, the fact that the the best scene in the movie to me, and I know you probably definitely see definitely see different. Um, to me, I thought the funniest part of the movie is when um Jojo is scavenging around for food and he's looking through, you know what I'm saying, the the uh the trash cans and everything. And this is after his mom eventually passes. Um he looks for food, he finds some a, a couple of scraps, he brings it back home. He's eating shit that he found out the trash and he done cooked, and then right across the table is imaginary Hitler eating a unicorn's head, which is off the rip hilarious. Off the rip hilarious. Because this is this is like solidifying the fact that this is his imaginary friend. You know what I'm saying? Like, this yeah. is not real Hitler. This is his imaginary friend. Um, what I did appreciate was the fact that uh, he, he was, he stuck so well in his ways that you know what i'm saying he's he's really one of the um as they called him the uh jurgen folk or the or the young folk um and he was he was really willing to like be a part of hitler's youth which is what all that shit ends up translating into uh but i will say this i i gotta ask you a question i'm sorry i gotta ask you a question What's up? did you laugh as hard as i did when he got blew up by the fucking grenade Yo, I maybe well the leading up to it, yeah, that shit was funny, bro. Because when when he was when 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 my dude was Hitler, he was like doing a little dance <laughs> when he was running with it. And that was funny. And he threw that shit, and that shit bounced off the tree and it came right back. Wait, wait, wait. The best part that nigga Hitler looked at him the grace Oh shit! It ran. And that nigga, I was like, "Oh, this is bad." I thought he was gonna die, but the fact that he just got blew up right there and on the spot, bro, hilarious. Um, no, real- was was also the other part that was hilarious is when they was in the whole little Boy Scout shit. Yeah, and that motherfucker threw that uh, <laughs> he threw that knife in that tree, and that shit bounced back and fell into his uh, knee. Yeah, you know, that shit was funny. Yorkie, Yorkie, we gotta talk about that nigga. That nigga went through it. That nigga, that nigga grew up fast. Um, real quick though, man, Sam Rockwell, man, hey, phenomenal job, phenomenal. Yes. Sam Rockwell did an amazing job. Um, he's he's been in he's been in so many different projects and so many different roles, but for him to take this one on, um, as a as a comic role. And, and to be able to deliver, he's he's done it in different spaces, but for him to be able to do it in this one, I appreciated it, man. Shout out to Sam Rockwell, amazing, amazing job, man. amazing job. I like Sam. I like Sam. Like I like Sam in um in the underrated movie called Joshua, man. But Joshua is really basically it's like another uh it's like another Omen, just kind of more like a modern version of it and like i like them as the villain and i can't remember which one it was i think it was the first one the first charlie's angels 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Sam Rockwell, he he uh, he did his job in that too. But uh, I yeah, I, I like him. Is, but it's a movie where he's supposed to be like this nigga that doing like that loves disco, and he be like dancing and shit. I forgot what he was. Movie. He was dancing in um Charlie's Angels. That's what it is, Charlie's bro. Charlie's Angels, Sam Rockwell. Yeah, same thing, bro. Same thing, bro. Yeah, he's he's got that that funny where it's like he, he kind of play like a goof, but that shit come off hilarious. But yeah, Sam Rock really, really, really did his job in this, man. And, and I also like how he was the person who really kind of related to JoJo in a way. But I, I think when he did in the beginning, I think it was more of like I don't know who JoJo's mom actually was to everyone. I don't know if JoJo's dad was somebody that was very important in that neighborhood or that town or whatever, because they held her to a high regard. And so when she came in, like after JoJo had blew himself up and then, you know, he was calling himself a cripple and, and all that type of stuff because he had a limp and, you know, half of his face and his arm and stuff was all marked up because of, you know, when he blew himself up and she had walked him back to that place when he uh, when he kind of rehabilitated himself a little bit. He still had a limp and all that type of stuff. So when they walked in, she was really trying to give him like something to do because. She was doing some shit on the side, and I think that she was just really trying to keep JoJo occupied. Yep. So when she went to take him back after you know after he got blew up, she walked up to Sam Rockwell <laughs> and need that motherfucker in the nuts and, and like, backhanded him. Yeah, like 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 y'all taking my son and you basically giving him something to do. So like I said, I don't know if 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 she i don't know if his dad was like high rank or something but they showed her a lot of respect i don't know why but they did or they just wanted to smash that d- definitely come on man scarlett johansson oh <laughs> but <laughs> I, that. I think it was more so just the fact that maybe they kind of knew each other because you know they all came up probably around in the same time or just maybe the, maybe so the fact that you know what I'm saying? She was his mother. That's kind of how I looked at it. It was just that if you really look at it, you didn't see anybody else's parents in the movie. Except he did. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So maybe just the fact that his mom showed up, I think, was was the big thing. Um, but bro, first and foremost. We not we 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 can't get away from the fact that Sam Rockwell only had one eye. This is true, and he <laughs> yeah, didn't wear a patch. Yeah, <laughs> we can't get away from that. Second, we can't get away from the fact that he was gay. Did you notice that? I did not. I didn't pay any attention. Really? I didn't. You didn't notice when? Okay, so when when he was showing the the uniform designs. And and <laughs> he had the <coughs> excuse me, he had the tassels and the he had the gun with the music on it. But that was the second part. The first part was when he yelled at the the one guy because he said go get German shepherds, and he brought the actual German shepherds instead of the dogs. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, I didn't yell at you like that, but you know what I'm saying? They got to know I'm serious about this shit. And then they stared at each other for a little bit. And then when JoJo walked in, that's when they kind of like broke the monotony of it all. But yeah, he they was gay, man. They was gay. That's funny. You don't you don't put fit <laughs> <laughs> together in the fucking in the Reich. That's not how it works. You know what I'm saying? Oh, shit. But the, real quick, real quick, I gotta ask you a question. What was what was the funniest thing in this movie to you? Uh, the funniest thing. I mean, look when 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 JoJo saw uh, Yorkie. Mm-hmm. And they was carrying that damn rocket launcher. Oh my God. <laughs> that mm-hmm. motherfucker, he dropped it to speak to JoJo and blew up that store. Hilarious. That shit was funny. Shout um, out to Shout out to Yorkie. Yeah, but also the fact that uh they had them walking around and those fucking uh um when they gave him a job to do and he had on that outfit, <laughs> he was carrying around that buggy. The robot outfit. <laughs> yes. Hey, so that shit was funny. Between that and the paper and the paper costume that they gave Yorkie. Yeah, Yorkie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that shit was hilarious. But no, the, to me, the funniest part, right? The funniest part is when he realizes that uh what's her name? Damn, what's her name? Elsa. He realizes that Elsa is hiding in the house. And he goes to the kitchen, and him and Hitler is uh, no. He went to the room, and him and Hitler is going back and forth. And that nigga Hitler said, "The little Jewish girl. What do you say? The little, the little Jewish Jesse Owens girl that." Uh, oh yes. Forgot <laughs> <laughs> how he put it. No, he said the little, the little Jewish girl Jesse Owens that that do something, Bruh, When he broke that shit down all the way at the end. Bruh, I was fucking crying because every time he said it, he just kept breaking it down. He was like, she's fast, like Jesse Owens. And then he said something else. He was like, yeah, little Jewish Jesse Owens. And then he said something else. He was like, yeah, little Jewish girl, like Jesse Owens. And then he broke it all the way down to it, bro. I was fucking crying. That shit had me rolling, bro. That was a great ass scene in the movie, man. No, nah, that was funny. That was funny. But like, but. I, I'm kind of with you though with the uh with the with the two scenes like the one where he was going to throw that damn grenade and that shit bounced off that damn uh tree and came back and they said oh shit oh, and um uh, and when he was and when he threw that knife at the tree and that, <laughs> that knife came back and went into his leg that shit was funny I thought that was hilarious so that was that was the funniest shit to me okay okay so now when we when we was talking about this. On, on the um on the pre-pro right you were saying that and you said it earlier in the movie you were saying how this movie was more serious to you than it was yes. like comedic i totally disagree i think it was more comedic than it was serious and throughout the movie there were so many um there were so many like dark humor jokes throughout it i thought that like non-stop everything about this shit was funny right even up until the point and please don't kill me for this people but even up until the point to where he was um he was 
scavenging around for stuff like towards the end of everything after his mom had passed and so on and so forth. And like, it was just him and Elsa left in the house and he was scavenging around for everything. And, um, it was the scene in the, it was the scene in there where he seen Yorkie, like you said, carrying the rocket or whatever. And Yorkie seen him and like you said, he dropped it and then the rocket flew off and blew up the uh, store or the little place or whatever. Well, it's a scene in there where Rebel Wilson is standing there and she's sending off the kids to go do oh, shit. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> before that, no, I think it's after that. After that, there's a scene where it's like they showing all of the soldiers and it's a kid out there. <laughs> it's a kid out there with a fucking AK shooting, <laughs> bro. And it's a dude running across, but he getting killed. But it's the little kid shooting. Bro, the fact that they had everybody out there <laughs> during the wartime had me fucking crying. There was no reason for that little kid to be out there shooting the AK, bro. Nothing about that shit was necessary. But I thought that shit was so hilarious because I'm like, if you really think about that shit, there was no way that there was little kids on the battlefield in Germany. Right? We know that it wasn't no little kids out there fighting the Allied forces when they finally invaded Germany. But the fact that they had a little kid out there shooting the AK, she sent my man Yorkie out there with the fucking German 1945 he wasn't going to do nothing with that gun, bro. And then when they zo- when they when they cut to him and he was like hiding behind a thing covering his ears, comedy. Everything about that shit, comedy. Like just all of it is just so fucking funny to me because it's like why the fuck do you have kids out there trying to fight the war? We know that these kids ain't going to be able to do shit with these motherfucking grown ass soldiers. I yeah, thought that you, was genius. We just skipped over two parts though. What's when, up? So you, you said the part where she gave Yorkie the, you know what I'm saying, the, the one whatever type of gun that was. Yeah. But before that, oh, she, she gave the grenade. She she pulled the grenade out and said, go run and hug that American. <laughs> that shit is not funny, man. And then and then <laughs> and then she gives another, then she tells the uh I'm gonna tell you what the funniest part about it is, bro. The funniest part is that nigga not gonna make it. (laughs) (laughs) You wrong, man. (laughs) I'm so sorry, bro. I'm so sorry. But that shit is fucking comedy, bro. She knew that nigga wasn't gonna make it, man. She knew that nigga wasn't gonna make it. And she tell so she told him she put she pulled a grenade and tell him to go give an American a hug. Then she gives um oh man, what was the other dude? She told somebody else to go do something else. She gave him the grenade, like, she gave him the grenade, and then she gave uh Jojo the, the jacket. And she was like, They won't think they won't think you were part of the war. This nigga had a German officer jacket on, bro. <laughs> he had a German. She was setting all them niggas up. She had a, she had a setting them all up. And then gave Yorkie that little pistol. What was he going to do with that? Yeah. In the words yeah. of Arsenio Hall, man, quit shooting that little shit. That shit wasn't going to do nothing, man. Oh, man. But now I don't like, like, so like real talk, like my thing was, and like I said earlier, there was a full, there was a force, a full circle moment, if I can get mm-hmm. it out, in this movie. So when she would like 
his mother would, would get on him about not being able to really tie his shoes. He couldn't really tie his shoes well. And so, so they brought it up one time in the movie about him not being able to really tie his shoes when he was 10 years old. Mm-hmm. Then there was another moment after um, she had the conversation with him when she, when she played his dad or whatever. And then, no, no, no. It was really the last time he saw her, really. It was she multiple, had, went, no, it was multiple times. Well, there was one time where she actually tied his shoes for him and yep. then she left. Yeah. And then the moment where Jojo was out and he, you know, because there was a scene earlier in the movie where she was forcing him to look at the people being um, being hung, mm-hmm. people that was considered like traitors and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So she forced him to to look at that. And he asked and her, so, what did they do? She said they did what they could. Yes. Yeah. And so then he's at that same spot. And it really don't show you the shoes. And you can tell that it's his mother's shoes and it's his mother. Well, real quick before you get to that, because this is what I was saying when I said it was multiple times. So throughout the movie, right, after they had talked about him not being able to tie his shoes, the consistent thing through the movie was that she was always tying his shoes. And remember the last time she tied his shoestrings together and they was racing up the stairs and everything like that. Yeah. And he tripped and he called her a cheater. And then the the scene after that, she was telling him about living life and how this war didn't mean anything, so on and so forth. And she was like, uh, she started dancing. And he was like, well, you can dance, but you know what I'm saying? It's a war going on. You know what I'm saying? Dancing is for the people, you know, for fools. And she was like, no, dancing is for the people who are free. And the the thing that I appreciated about this movie was the fact that when in, in that scene, they focused on a particular thing, right? They they focused on her shoes. Her shoes were tied in that scene, and um, you know what I'm saying? They were, you know, she was dancing and everything else, and all you seen in that moment while she was dancing was her shoes. They never really showed her dancing. They just showed the, the, the foot movement. And then he races his mom back home with the bike, and then you can go on and go to the the scene and so he's you know he's walking and he's by with the where the people are being hung at and he looked and they should only show you the shoes and he looks up and he just broke down and he hugs his mom's ankles because that's just how short he is and how high up she is mm-hmm. and then he noticed that her shoes are untied right and so then he tries his best to tie her shoes Mm-hmm. Because really, that would be the last opportunity that he would really be able to get. You know what I'm saying? And he noticed, of like, like you said, the multiple times of hers tying his shoes, and, right. and you know him not being able to tie his shoes well. Her shoelaces was, you know, what I'm saying, was open, and so he tried to retie them. So that what I meant by the full circle moment of now that also meant your mom is not going to be around to tie your shoes anymore. So now you really gotta kind of figure this shit out in your own. And so what that also that scene showed me was, and also earlier, a little bit earlier, where she was talking to the girl that was in the wall. So obviously she put that girl there. So she was saving this one Jew that it don't really tell us if if she just ran across her and she helped her. I don't know if she knew her. No, or they 
they knew her. Um, so the I I don't know if it was either the first or second time where they were talking to uh where I'm sorry. Where um her and Jojo, Elsa and Jojo were talking back and forth. And um Elsa was saying, like, yo, I remember you. I know who you are. You know, and, and he brought up, I'm sorry, she brought up Inga, which was Jojo's older sister who had died. And uh he was like, Yo, I don't, I don't, you don't know me, I don't know you. And she was like, You don't know, I remember you, you know, you were littler then. But yeah, I, I was friends with your sister. And that's pretty much why um the mom had pretty much hit her because she was basically a family friend. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like exactly. they the sister had grew up with Elsa and they were like kind of like best friends. Yeah, and that scene that also was another scene that was I mean, by the way that this movie went. It, it it didn't go there, but it could have went there where, you know, the the Nazi officers came to, you know, they knocked on the door. They did the whole little hell Hitler thing, came in. And they just immediately started going through shit. And so they're going through the house, you know, because I guess they got some kind of suspicions or whatever. And so it gets to a point where things are looking OK, but then you hear there's noise upstairs. And so they're like, yo, is, is there anybody else here? And before JoJo could even answer, Elsa comes out and she's pretending to be his sister that passed away, but don't nobody really know that she's dead. So she plays a sister and that's what Sam Rockwell was like, you know, he was like, yo, there's something funny about this because JoJo always made it seem like, you know what I'm saying, like he's by himself. He never really mentioned anything about his sister. And I think he immediately knew, and that's why when the other guy asked for the papers, he was like, yo, let me see the papers. And then he asked her, you know, what her name was and her date of birth. And she said like May the 1st or something like that. Right. And, and he was like, oh, this checks out, you know, but in this picture, you look like a ghost. You need to update your picture. And then Elsa goes, in the um, I mean, there's a lot of other stuff that happened, but I'm just on the serious shit because they yeah. made jokes about the Jews because this book that he no, was doing big, and all this stuff. Big joke was the hell Hitler. Yeah, because everybody said it to everybody, each other. Everybody held Hitler, and then yeah. they did it one by one, which is even funny. Yeah, <laughs> and so she uh, so JoJo watches like the the man pull off, and then she goes into the wall, mm -hmm. and so. He goes in there with her and like, you know, like basically like, you know, what's up? What's going on? She was like, it's May the 7th. He's like, what mm -hmm. you talking about? And she's like, I said May the 1st and the birthday's May the 7th. And he said, you are correct. She was like, they're going to come back for me. And that's when I think Jojo realizes like, oh, like, oh, he knows. But he let that, it go. And that's why that's why I that's why I said Sam Rockwell, man, you got to give him his credit because first and foremost, to be able to play this role is <clears throat> is is tricky, right? <clears throat> yeah, you made a, a Nazi person likable. <laughs> yeah, but not not just that. To to be able to play a character who is supposed to be a Nazi, and that's 
once again, if you if you go back and look, you can see it. He's gay. So he's a gay Nazi. Right. Mm-hmm. And if you if you really pay attention to everything that's going on, the reason that he's back is because he got injured in battle. But in the midst of being injured in battle, it seemed like he kind of found his like his lover, which was the, the dude that was following him around everywhere. Um. So throughout that, when he pops up at the house, he had to know something was going on. Cause there was like he just he just popped in like oh man my bike is messed up that's how he popped in like oh my bike is messed up so when he when he come in they like yo what's going on now mind you this whole time JoJo has been telling asking them well he ain't been telling but he's been asked well he has been telling them but he's been asking them about Jews and you know they laughed at him about the book and everything else but he was the only one that seemed to be really paying attention. So he knew, like, okay, they must be hiding, you know what I'm saying, some Jews yeah. in the house. But now that when you see the interaction between JoJo's mom and Captain K, you understand what's going on. Because I think that he knew that the mom was hiding somebody at the house. And I think that he was kind of in on it. Right, because like even when he would talk, he would be like, "Yeah, the war is over. We gonna lose." Da, da, da. Like he didn't have no faith in the war. And then he even then, like even beside that, he was like, "Yo, I'm trying to come up with a battle scheme to, you know, what I'm saying to, um, to help win this war." Now I'm gonna be honest with you. This is what I think personally. I think that Captain K was JoJo's dad. See. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, I, I think was thinking it. I was I was thinking it because it makes it makes a whole lot more sense now of like why she would just go in there and knee him in the nuts, why she would slap him in the face, exactly. why he, you know what I'm saying? Why it seemed like that's just like, you know what I'm saying, in a situation where it's kind of like, you know, is there's there's a little bit of flirtation, but then it's also this understanding of like, why are you taking this from this person type of thing? Yeah. And, and like, and why? I think, I think she also understood that, you know, he was under the stress of, you know, the Nazi regime. So, of course, he had to appear that he had a wife. But truthfully, he was living a double life. And yeah. now that you know what I'm saying? He can kind of float under the, the fact of who he was. Because remember, he, he was asking him about his dad. He was just keeping him close. He was talking to him as if, like, you know, he was just, like, this special kid. When really, he was just another kid in the youth group. Yeah. So. But he I, gave I, he I, gave judgment. And, and yeah. he saved him at the end. Yeah. Saved him at the end big time. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, saying I don't know this kid. Like, get out of here. Like, I don't know you. Caught him and, doing everything, like spit on him, all that, just to get, just to have the approach that this kid didn't belong with the group that was about to get shot down. No, but how emotional he was about it, though. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And and like I said, he he always, to me, he always gave him a little bit more attention than the others. Yeah, and yeah. And, and he kind of. 
you know, like that one time when he was asking about Jews, like, yo, like, where are you getting this information from? Right. And, you know, he was just kind of like, oh, well, you know, people just be talking, basically. But, like, he kind of, like, gave him an out so he wouldn't seem too suspicious because he made it too suspicious. Another thing that was funny about JoJo was how he would go around and tell Yorkie how, you know what I'm saying, you know, and that's what lets you know that he's 10. Because mm-hmm. he was like, oh, yeah, like, I got this Jew on my wall, man. Like, she's my girlfriend now. My girlfriend. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? Shut up. Look, I know I'm supposed to hate him, but she's my girlfriend now. Shout out to Yorkie, because Yorkie grew up fast in the motherfucker. Yorkie was like, hey, man, it's other, it's, it's bigger shit to worry about right now. We got communists coming to the left. We got the English coming to the right. We ain't worried about none of that Jewish shit right now, bro. We trying to fight off the communists. We trying to make sure this motherfucker keep going strong. I fuck with Yorkie. Yorkie ain't give a fuck about nothing but the war, bro. Yeah, man, but it's crazy how to they was pretty much psyching out these kids, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Using these kids to basically just start brainwashing them at a young age to, mm-hmm. I'm saying, to, to look up to a person, to go off of his morals and all this type of stuff. But it's just also just to think that, like, you know, what they was doing to Jewish people and people who tried to protect them, like, that gave you that that realization of what was really going on during those times. Right. And that's what I meant by, like, the seriousness throughout the film. Like, they they did it in a dark comedy type of way. Mm Mm-hmm. But there also was some moments where it's like, okay. And like, but like you said, it was mostly towards the end. Like like the scene of, you know, when his mom dies, the yeah. scene when I Sam Rockwell kind of, you know, pushed him off. Yeah. And then like, you know, kind of pushed him off like, yo, get out of here, you Jew, and all this type of shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. But also just the pressure of, you know, JoJo only being 10 years old. He was very smart. Now, he had his kid moments, too. But he was very smart. Like, when he was reading, well, making up these letters to Elsa. What was her name? Elsa, yeah. Elsa. Making up, yeah. Because she was saying how she was married and and how, well, not married, but she was about to get married. and Engaged. Engaged, yeah. And um, when the war is over, they're supposed to get back together and all this type of stuff. And he act like, oh, well, I got this letter for you. That's from him, and oh, he's man. reading. Oh man! And then come to find out when they read the she, book, when they read the book out loud, and all the shit that was happening to Nathan. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Hey, but, hey. <laughs> that nigga is devious. You hear me? That little nigga was devious. He had Nathan. He had Nathan getting fucked up, bro, all around. <laughs> He didn't fuck with Nathan at all. <laughs> oh, well, you could tell he, you know, well, he, he was it's a little, little early. It's a little early for him, but he, he, he fucked with her the first time he saw oh, yeah, him. Big time, big time, big time. Yeah, yeah, he, he fucked with the first time he saw him. But to, <clears> but <throat> to, to make that stuff up, like the last quote unquote letter that he read, yeah, that was when it actually showed you there was nothing on the paper. Mm hmm. And then she finally, like, kind of, like, stopped playing along. It was like, yo, he died a year ago. And I'm so she would just, bro. like, 
Yo, you stupid. Hey, but, that's not funny. I'm sorry. It's but, not, man. You laughing at shit that ain't funny, man. It like, is funny, though, because this is a comedy. And I'm going to tell you why it's funny. Because this whole time, you thinking that Nathan is really, like, out here, like, fighting for his life. And to find out that nigga died from tuberculosis during <laughs> World War II. It's fucking crazy, bro. I think you could have died from so many things. And I think <laughs> This movie was comedy all the way too. Because if you didn't find the humor in that, bro, I don't know what to tell you. But that's fucking crazy. <laughs> it was a Jewish man who died of fucking tuberculosis during World War II. That shit is fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, man. It's, not funny. it's not funny to laugh at death. Oh my goodness. It's not funny to laugh at death, bro. But for that to be that nigga's death is crazy. And even the, the, the craziest part of all of that was she said, she said, nah, he died a year ago. He died a year ago. So she already knew this nigga was sitting here going through all this shit. And then he knew this nigga was dead. That's not funny, man. Man, he was, he was he was trying, man. He was trying. He was trying to make it feel better, man. Oh my goodness! No, that's why I said I, I fuck with JoJo man because he really cared about this girl. But this, <laughs> this nigga had this nigga had this nigga on the fucking nineteen twenties bicycle. He ran over, tied up to the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dude read the book. Dude read the book and said, Oh, this is Nathan tied up to a penny wheel on the bicycle. Oh, that's an interesting way of death. <laughs> hey, but something wrong with your ass, boy. Oh my gosh. Oh, Hey man, he drew that shit, bro. <laughs> nigga, he did draw that shit. He drew that shit out, bro. That shit was fucking comedy. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga JoJo sick, man. That shit was funny as fuck, bro. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry, man. That shit was funny as fuck to me, bro. And he had that nigga Drew on the fucking penny. Bro, you know how old them bicycles is? Them the shits. <laughs> them the shits that Thomas Franklin and all them niggas had, bro. <laughs> for the Revolutionary War. And that nigga was riding that motherfucker over Nathan, bro. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my god. Oh man. I'm sorry, y'all. That shit was funny as fuck, man. Y'all gotta watch this movie. If y'all haven't seen this shit yet, man, watch that shit, bro. When y'all see when y'all come up on the scene, bro, you'll see how funny that shit is. Because as little as them fucking oh, excuse me. As little as them wheels is, bro, there's no way that nigga Nathan was dying by that bike, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that motherfucking tire so little, bro. That nigga went down off that man. You can't even tie that nigga to that bike and ride it. That's what I'm saying. That's why that shit's so funny, bro. Do you know how little them motherfucking wheels was in the 20s or the 40s yeah, yeah. or whatever? This shit was supposed to be. Yeah, that was, that was way, no man. way that was happening. Yeah. Ain't no way, bro. That motherfucking bike could fall over. That's hilarious. Mm, mm, oh, mm. God. Oh my goodness, that shit was hilarious, bro. When he had that nigga getting shot out of a cannon, bro, he had so many ways that, <laughs> <laughs> that nigga did not fuck with Nathan, bro. He was like, "Nigga, you are still on my girl." He was not with that shit at all. Oh, that was, shit was funny. Yeah, JoJo was in love. <sighs> Now, I don't see how you couldn't see that this shit was all comedy, bro. That's fucking funny as fuck. I'm sorry, bro. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, bro. This whole goddamn movie is fun. Besides the, from the, okay, I take this back. From when his mom died to when he realized that the war ain't shit, all that shit is serious. Cool. The rest of the movie is all comedy. Even during the fact that he realizing that the war ain't shit is comedy. Everything about this movie is comedy, bro. Her sending them niggas out <laughs> with the weapons and putting that jacket on that nigga is comedy. The fucking fact that <laughs> the fucking fact that Yorkie is hiding next to the nigga getting shot is comedy. Everything about this shit is fucking comedy, bro. Everything when that nigga was standing there and fucking Sam Rockwell and his gay lover had pulled up with the fucking speaker and the machine gun, comedy. All that shit is comedy, bro. When she pulled out, when she pulled out the big ass machine gun and was like, Yeah, I got this. And she started shooting and it got blew up. Comedy. All that shit, bro. This shit was fucking amazing. If you are a history lover, you will love this movie just because of the fact that you know all of this shit. First off, this movie is asinine. Very. This movie is absurd. This movie is chaotic. And nothing about this movie makes sense. But this movie is 100% undoubtedly amazing. Tiki Watiti, bro, he did an amazing job with this movie, bro. This shit was beginning to end hilarious like dark humor all that shit like everything about it this this movie was amazing i don't i don't got no quarrels with this movie at all bro the even funnier even funnier thing is throughout the movie everybody has a german accent right elsa no everybody got a german accent elsa elsa has a british accent They went for that shit, though. Hey, bro. That's what I said. This movie is fucking hilarious. Elsa has a British accent through this movie, bro. 
comedy. That's what I'm saying, bro. This movie was great. It's it's the little shit. It's the little shit that makes this movie funny. But I, I fucks with this movie big time. That's hilarious, though. Nah, I fucks with it. I fucks with it. Hey, man. Listen. When <laughs> when that nigga, when that nigga Yorkie, <laughs> that nigga Yorkie had blew up the fucking, had blew up the shop, and they was, and they was running for shelter after that. Did you see the back of that nigga's outfit? Hey, <laughs> well, with no bag of that motherfucker. That nigga still had on the paper outfit, bro. That nigga said, when that nigga was in a robot costume, that nigga said, Oh, you got a soldier's uniform. And he felt it. He was like, It's paper. He was like, No, paper like. That's super. <laughs> Hey man. hey man, what is, that nigga tried to run? He said, "I still can't get used to running in these darn things." <laughs> hey man, this paper like. Do you hear me? That's what I'm saying. I don't understand how don't know, bro. I don't understand how you thought this was a serious movie. (laughs) Just serious, bro. This nigga had a imaginary Hitler in his head. This nigga was talking to a fucking Jewish lady hiding in his motherfucking house the whole time. And in the midst of all that, this nigga mom was never home. Then, bro, never home. Scarlett Johansson. They got to start giving her better roles, bro. They have to, because the the shit that she did in this film, amazing, amazing. Playing the mom in this film, in this movie, amazing, bro. Like the the fact that she was playing a conspirator the whole time. When she walked in that house and that nigga was sitting on the couch after he figured out what was going on, and she stopped and looked at that nigga and started doing the robot. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness nah man this movie was great bro oh my gosh bro this movie was so good man i fuck with this movie bro i'm so mad i didn't see this when this came out in 2019 i i am ashamed of myself for not being on this train before it even got fucking moving. Bro, this shit was great. I'm sorry. That shit was fucking hilarious. Oh my goodness. Uh this this is the first time I'm telling y'all, bro. This is the first time I'm laughing crying on the Views Anonymous podcast, bro, cuz this shit was that good. That shit was so fucking hilarious, bro. When she stopped, she said <laughs> Yo, you fucking stupid as fuck, man. <laughs> I know y'all couldn't see what I was doing. Y'all got to see the movie, though. Yo, that shit was so fucking funny, man. 
I don't know what made her. I hope I, I pray that was improv. I promise you, I pray that was improv. Because if that was improv, bro, shout out to Scarlett Johansson. That shit was phenomenal. First off, Scarlett Johansson fine in the motherfucker. So to see her throughout this movie was amazing. But just the fact that she was doing everything she could do, and then when she put the like you said, she put the fucking the 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 cold shit on her face to make the beard. Oh man, that was great. That was great. That was a heartfelt moment for this movie. That was amazing. She went to the corner of the motherfucking. <laughs> she went to the corner of the motherfucking fireplace and started talking to herself. That shit was great, man. Like, like as a as somebody who's watching this shit, you had to feel that moment. Like that was one of the moments for everything, bro. That shit was great, man. That shit was great. Ah, oh, man, that was funny though. Oh my god. <sighs> Whew. Hey, All right. <laughs> Shit. All right. Are you ready to get into the fire? <laughs> yes, sir. Yoga fire. Yoga flame. <sighs> I'm gonna let you go first. All right, man. Um you know, going into this, the only people I really knew was, you know, Scarlett Johansson and Sam Rockwell. Rock, rock with both of them. Um, I think mm. both of them are phenomenal actors. Um, I don't really know the director and the writer of this. And like I said, I felt like uh, the kid that played JoJo, he he knocked this shit out in the park. Um, now, when I say all I'm, all I said was it was a little more serious than I expected. Like the, I'm not saying it was a fully serious movie. Right. I'm saying the trailer made it seem like, I mean, well, to you it was. It was just comedic all the way throughout. Weird. But, but it was a, but it was a, I mean, like, I, I see what you saying because it is dark comedy. But to put a grenade on the kid's back and say, "Go hug that American," like <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> It's <laughs> not hilarious, man. You know this kid is dead, man. No, kid didn't even make it. Um, but <laughs> yo, he's stupid. Um, but nah, it was uh, no, nah, I fuck with it though. It was it was a good movie. Um, I was just blown away on how good the kid was in this movie, and to find out that he's the same age as my oldest boy, it's crazy as fuck. But um, I'm gonna give it a four though. I'm gonna give it a four. I think um. The only other work when it comes to the the writer director guy that I've seen is of uh, the the new Thor movie. Mm -hmm. Um, I haven't seen any of the other works that he worked on, but no, like it was it was the concept of the movie. It was funny. It was dope. I like what they did there, and I'm a, um I'm gonna give it a four. But obviously, I gotta watch it again because yeah. I didn't catch a lot of the shit that you caught. Oh Usually, God. when it comes to for like, and that's another thing about doing something off of one watch as well, is not catching everything. So I think that this would be something that I would have to see again mm -hmm. to get the full scope of everything that's going on. But I'm gonna give it a four. Okay. Hey, good, good rating, good rating. I cannot deny that. Good rating. Okay, so I'm gonna take a step above you. Half a step above you. I'm gonna go four point five. 
Um, first off, the casting was great. Um, to have Scarlett Johansson and Sam Rockwell in this movie playing the roles that they played. Um, you you can't beat that, right? Because this is technically a comedy. And to have both of them in the comedy. Now, Sam Rockwell has done comedic roles before. Yes. So that's nothing new for him. For Scarlett Johansson to be able to play in a comedic role, um, I think it's something different because we don't usually see her in that in that light. And I think she did a very good job <clears throat> in this film. Um, but to have Tiki Watiti, right? For him to be able to, like you said, Thor Love and Thunder, um, and all the various works he worked on. If you haven't seen the works before that, you probably won't get it. You probably like, you know, so like you said, you didn't see the 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 comedy in it as much as somebody who would have probably seen his work before. Thor Love and Thunder, if you watch it, is technically a comedy. Um, even though it's like a lot of heartfelt stuff in there, I get it, but it's really a comedy. What we do in the shadows, yo, let me tell you something. One of the best shows on FX, hands down. Snowfall is up there. What we do in the shadows is up there. It's a couple other shows, but what we do in the shadows is definitely up there. Always sunny in Philadelphia. Like it's 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 up there. What we do in the shadows, a mo a, a show about vampires, but everything around it is comedy. It's dark humor, of course, but everything around it is comedy. So knowing that he did what we do in the shadows, it made sense as to why the things done in this movie were done. Um, I'm a huge fan of what we do in the shadows. Great show. Um, Tiki Waititi, he's played roles in Marvel and other stuff too, but not as much so as he played in this one. I think this one was for him for him to be imaginary Adolf Hitler. And for him to play the imaginary Adolf Hitler, bro, every time this little nigga was getting into some shit in the beginning and he kept offering him a cigarette, hilarious. Ongoing joke, comedy. I thought that shit was funny as fuck. Um, Rebel Wilson, you can get her out of here. You could have replaced her with anybody. Um, Steven Merkin, or Merchant. I believe it's Merkin, though, but it's Merchant. With the, the, the tall Gestapo guy, hilarious. He's been in a whole bunch of comedy things. He's always done a great job of being comedy. Archie Yates playing Yorkie, comedy, hilarious. Um, I think I've seen him before, but for the most part, this is where I've seen him like consistently just always be funny. He didn't give a fuck about nothing but the war. He was just trying to be a soldier, comedy. Um, this movie was just, to me, for what it was, right? Just making it a comedy, everything about it to me. I seen the humor and everything. Everything about this about this film is humor. Um, except for like a small part, once again, where between the part where his mom dies and he pretty much has to like really grow up, right? Um, outside of that, everything else is just everything is funny. Um, I'm sorry, man. Four and a half, four and a half of me. It was so much stuff where I, I, I seen the comedy, I seen the funny parts, 
I seen where the seriousness came in, but for the most part, like even in the seriousness, you know, him sitting there talking to old girl and she's being sarcastic the whole time explaining the Jews to him. I thought that shit was hilarious. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, four and a half. I'm sorry, man. This is this 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 was amazing. This was fucking amazing. Shout out to the fan who picked this out. This was great. I, I cannot I cannot be mad at this one. You know what I'm saying? This is right up my alley. This is the shit that I, that I look forward to. This was on some like this was damn near like on some Borat level shit. This was genius. So I really fuck with this film. Um yeah, that's what I'm gonna give it. So uh are you ready to go to the coming soon? Yes, sir. Let's do it. Coming soon to own on video and DVD. Okay, so for the next episode, man, what we got for you guys is Pulp Fiction starring Samuel Jackson, um, John, John Travolta, uh, Uma Thurman. Who? Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Uh, so many other people. Directed by Quentin Ben Rames. Ving Rames. Um, this movie is one for the ages. Uh, uh I don't even want to say classic. It's more than a classic. This is an iconic film. Yeah. This is yeah. this is one that is probably somewhere in the vault somewhere. So when the aliens come take us over, they can watch this and possibly give us, you know what I'm saying, some leeway. That's how good this movie is. Um Pope Fiction is not just a cult classic, a classic in itself, iconic film. Um, this is what we're gonna be covering for the next episode. So if you haven't seen it, you better hurry up and get on it. And if you have seen it, watch it again. Shit, it ain't gonna hurt you. Um, that's what we're gonna be covering, man. Uh, listen, if you've seen Jojo Rabbit and you enjoyed it, or if you've seen Jojo Rabbit and you didn't enjoy it, or if you've seen Jojo Rabbit and thought that Imaginary Hitler was possibly the best Hitler out of any timeline that Hitler could be. And and we would have rather much enjoyed this Hitler until it got to the end where he got like to the angry Hitler. Hit us up. Let us know. You know what I'm saying? On the socials, on IG, at View and Pod. You know what I'm saying? Um, you can also uh follow us on in, I'm sorry, I'm about to say Instagram again. I'm sorry. On YouTube, I had to change it up because we made some major changes, y'all. Um, you can also follow us on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Uh, check us out. The uh, video will be up the day after. The video is up always 24 days after. I'm sorry, 24 hours after. Goodness gracious. Um, but if you want to just listen to the pod anywhere, our pod is available everywhere. You can also watch us the same day on Spotify. But if you don't use Spotify, you can always check us out on YouTube. Um, the episode will be up. The visuals will be up the day after. Uh, and also check us out, man. Check us out. We have some behind the scenes things going. You can only do that if you subscribe to the podcast. Two dollars ninety nine cents a month. Uh, the same thing that you would possibly give to the little African children ten years ago. Oh man! Come on, man! Inflation. <laughs> Inflation, man. <laughs> same, news, thing. Man. <laughs> same thing. You would have gave them. Two, 10 years ago, you can give us now. 
to help support the podcast. Uh, <laughs> we have episodes available for you. All our behind-the-scenes episodes will be subscription-only. Check them out. Listen to them, watch them, all that good thing, all those good things. If you don't understand what they are, you can go to YouTube. We have a preview of what the subscription episode is. Um, and you can kind of go from there. Uh descriptions will always be in the link. I'm sorry, the link will always be in the description. What is wrong with me? Description. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I've been laughing. I'm sorry, man. It's the it's the fans' fault. The fans did this to me, okay? I'm in the goofy mood right now because of this movie, and, and I'm just ready to laugh. Uh, the links will always be in the description, um, whether it be on whatever podcast platform you're listening to or if you go check YouTube out. Uh, just make sure to go do that. We do have a YouTube page, Viewers Anonymous. Go check it out. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Like the videos. Share the videos, please. Comment on the videos. Um, if you are, um, watching it live, I'm sorry, not live. If you're watching it the first day on Spotify, thank you. If you're watching it on YouTube, put hashtag view anon, view anon, V I E W A N O N. So we can shout you out. So we can thank you for subscribing and so on and so forth. If you have subscribed, make sure you put, um, what what are we gonna put in there for uh what's the emoji we want to use? The thumbs up. I mean that always works. Yeah, put a thumbs up emoji, put hashtag view and on, put a thumbs up emoji so we know you subscribe, so we can shout you out on the next episode. Um, but shout out to everybody that has subscribed uh since then. Um Man, listen, thank you guys so, so much. Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter or X, at Schools Bronson, I got a link to in my bio. You can find me everywhere else there. And y'all can find me at s.foster8 on Instagram and X at 28 Minutes or Less Pod. That is just on IG. Also, follow the uh, follow my uh, TikTok page, uh, which is also at well, my name. Well, I don't know how TikTok work really, because it's under at. Well, my name is is at s dot foster eight, but also uh, twenty eight minutes or less pod. So I don't really know how that shit work. But anyway, um, yeah. Either way, uh, also follow the podcast twenty eight minutes or less is on all major platforms. Last episode is playing for the mob thirty for thirty. So go check that out on all major platforms. That's all I got. Uh, advice do not watch the 30 for 30 before you listen to the pod listen to the pod first then go watch the 30 for 30 i promise you you'll see everything different it won't be like how everybody else seen it it's that always dropping gems always so listen to the pod first then go watch the 30 for 30 i promise you you will not be mad at it um thank you guys for listening thank you guys for watching thank you guys for tuning in uh thank you for subscribing for all those who plan on subscribing or who have subscribed um your support is greatly appreciated there could be no you without us and uh like they say in hollywood that's a wrap cut <laughs>